guys, I'm back. I got cut off from my um, part one, now part one of Prayer Life, and I'm back. So, um, as I was playing through it and listening to myself, um, I did hear, hear myself um, say acculates, but it's actually acculites. If you already listen, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, it was when I was saying how people, you know, they focus more on material things and like getting you know um accolades which are things um that cause them to have a you know higher status um whether it be a degree or um joining a sorority um a job position you know things like that Um, that's what I meant so I'm correcting myself because if you're listening you're probably like what is that so that's what that is I just said said that wrong and was talking so fast um but yeah let's get back into it um and I said that I wanted to quote a scripture in the first one and that I could come back and give it to you so when I talked about like how God wants us to live a simple life um I found a great scripture you know because these scriptures are really good and I I need to really dig into it so um you can understand like and know that I'm not just making this stuff up like nah this is like bible um so basically like a really good one is first timothy six and six through nine but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothing we will be content with that those who want to be rich fall into temptation and a trap into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction um so like i was saying earlier like you know um the bible says and the bible is the word of god so jesus said that if we live a simple life you know that's closer to godliness because we won't be so worried about all these other things we won't be distracted and chasing these other things because a quote from the world is and it's basically saying the same thing like all these quotes i feel like that the world does it's only like a um sub quote i guess you could say from the bible like they just take it and reword it and rephrase it um more money more problems that's basically what this scripture is saying you chasing money you're gonna run into a lot of headaches a lot of problems um like this scripture says proverbs 15 and 16 a simple life is the fear of god in the fear of god sorry is better than a rich life with a ton of headaches yeah so take that how you want to take it it's simple and plain it's not rocket science like it's no reading between the lines like it's telling you right there like it's better to have a simple life instead of you trying to chase all these things monies cars clothes you trying to have a full closet of shoes you know like I myself have have made myself kind of dumb down a lot like and minimalize on things because a lot of the stuff that we buy sometimes like clothes like I was like really big on jeans like now um I had to get rid of all of my jeans because I had a baby and you know 
I got, you know, some extra things now, some hips, so I can't wear my old clothes. So basically, I had to get rid of a lot of that, that stuff, and I told myself, I was like, I had a lot of jeans. It's ridiculous. So I'm, I was like, I'm going to keep it simple and just have enough like maybe no more than 10 pairs of jeans like why do I need all these jeans like it's just taking up space it's too much and then I wasn't even wearing them so that's a waste of money so I you know just being simple and minimalizing things um it's just better like you know because when you go and move say like you got to take all that stuff and it's just too much like you have so much stuff and there's people out here who don't have enough so just give it away sell it you know do what you have to do you don't need all those things you just need the bare minimums you need water food you know clothes minimum like keep that to a minimum shoes on your back you know clothes for like the seasons and most importantly you need this word like, we all need this word. Like, that's more important than anything. Because um, you can live without the other things. But, yeah, you can you can live a little, like, well, you can't live too much long. Like, you can't live too long without food and water. But you can go a long time without it. Um, but this word right here, we need this to survive. But um, those scriptures are really good examples of what I, you know, talked about in the first um podcast and I mean some people will be like oh well like you know you only live once and you might as well no like buying all this stuff and say you come on the hard times and you don't got it because you got all but you got all these shoes and uh jewelry like just keep it to a minimum because that stuff doesn't mean anything you can't take it with you um, let me try not to wake up my son because he just went to sleep. But, um, yeah, I had to go back and, you know, come biblically correct and give you these scriptures. And I have a few more. Because um, I got cut off and I can't even remember and I just listened to it where I stopped. But I'll just, you know, wing it, go off of, you know, what the Lord tells me to say. Um, so I had to go back and pull this Bible out and, um, dig into these, uh, scriptures basically so you can go and refer to these and see that I'm not making this up. This is like the Lord, his words, um, and like how prayer life is very important. Like, you have to, we have to pray, pray, pray. Um, <clears throat> and, like, you know, a lot of times, like, I feel like I've never really learned how to pray until I got older. Like, and, you know, how people say, you know, growing up in church, it means nothing if you aren't, like, you could be sitting there and not actually be taking in any of the things that the pastor is saying. Or you can go to church, get fed the word, but only at church. And then it's like at home, you're not diving into it yourself and dissecting it and, you know, reading it more. Like the the word is not something that you can just do one day out of the week and expect for it to just stick. Like you have to be consistent, you know, in everything you do that you want to stick and if you want this word to stick 
you got to be consistent into diving into it daily because, you know, that'll help you memorize the scripture that'll help you, you know, be able to apply it to your life when you come on hard times and when you, you know, you're going through spiritual welfare and nothing else is going to help you but this word. I'm sorry. I know people, especially these days, they try to focus on counseling. Listen, counseling, if it's not a biblical counsel, it's not going to help you. Us as humans, we don't know everything, but God knows everything. So counseling, I mean, it's good, but it's not as good as this word. So if you're just going to counseling and listen to somebody else, but they're not even like applying the Bible to it, baby, that's that's not going to take you much further. You'll end up right back where you were miserable and probably have no peace. But um, James 4 and 3 says, um, when you go into prayer, like, you shouldn't just be asking for, like, material things. Oh, Lord, give me a car. Give me this, that. You should be, you know, praying to God to, you know, let his will be done for, you know, you to die to your flesh and to, you know, change your ways and make his ways your ways. You know, stuff like that. You shouldn't be, oh, I need a car. I need this. The Lord already knows what we need. He knows what we need before we ask. He'll provide that for you, um, you know, if you believe that he'll provide it for you. And you just need to take the right steps. You know, faith without works is dead. So you need to do what you need to do. Um, if you need God to, like, if you need God to, you know, basically increase a lack in your life, you don't need to be out here saying, oh, my phone bill is due, my rent is due. But then you out here, when you get money, every time you get money, you're spending it on worldly things, stupid stuff, Michael Kors bags, stuff, you know, shoes. You just throwing it away, spending it on unnecessary foolishness. But then you want God to, you know, save you. You need to save yourself first. Um, because God gave all of us a mind and we need to use it. It starts with us. He can't make you, um, balance your money, right? You know, you have to decide like, okay, what am I doing? I'm asking God to do this, but am I taking the right steps to meet him halfway? You know, God is not gonna make us do anything. He'll show you. He'll let you basically fall into something that you created just to wake you up, you know. But don't don't expect for him to, like, rescue you all the time when you yourself were the reason why you got yourself in the situation. And not saying that he won't rescue you, but sometimes we're, we got to get out our own way. You know, God gave us free will. But anyway, I just went on a whole spill, but, you know. Back to the scripture, it says, Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. Because you're over here trying to pray for things that you have let become your idols, basically. That's why you receive not. You're going to God and just asking him for stuff, and God is not a genie. Um, I feel like everybody's guilty of that, you know. If you want certain things, you know, you don't have to ask God for a brand new car. 
go get a job, go work, you know, to where you can afford that. Stuff like that. You shouldn't just be out here asking God for material things. You should be, you come to God to ask him to change you from the inside out and for, you know, him to make you his own, to make you more holy and godly, you know. That's why you come to God like Okay, so the next scripture that I found, hold up, okay, it is, did I circle it? Okay, I did. It's um, 1 John 5 and 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that we ask anything according to his will he heareth us so you heard that he said according to his will so we can't be asking him stuff that's out of our own will and expecting to get it then get mad because we don't get it because you have to pray for his will to be done like the our father's prayer you know his will and that was a prayer that he gave to us to pray daily because you know we out here praying sometimes we might be you know we that it, like we're praying for stuff in vain and that prayer is basically the foundation of how we need to pray what we need to pray you know so i myself like i didn't take that prayer seriously growing up but now i understand it and that's another thing growing up in church if you're not getting an understanding, if you're not taking it seriously, it's like you basically going and you going through the motions. You're you are here, but you're not applying it to your life. You're not doing the work. So now, like that, I've gotten older. I'm actually doing the work, I'm trying to do the work. I'm trying to stay in this thing daily, and I'm also trying to get underneath a biblical pastor who's not gonna just because a lot of days, I mean. Not a lot of days. These days, um, especially now that I live in Atlanta, I've noticed a lot of these churches are motivational churches. They're not like biblically correct Bible preaching churches. They literally sound like motivational speakers. And they're talking about getting your blessing. And that is very dangerous. And I try to keep myself away from that because it's not about what you can get from God materialistically while you're here on this earth, you know. We're supposed to pour in to other people as we become better human beings, as we become disciples for him. We're supposed to share that with the world. We're not supposed to think that, oh, we're supposed to, like, be out here driving uh, the newest car that comes out and say, oh, this is God. Like, the devil blesses his children as well. And when God talked about prosperity he wasn't necessarily talking about riches because he said it and people get mad about this all the time the rich man is not gonna get into heaven because the rich man he told him to go sell all his things or give it to the poor and he couldn't do it because he is more concerned about what he has here to gain so he won't make it into heaven and i'm honestly it's not that serious like Afterlife is more important. It should be. But these days and times, the world is tricking us. The devil is using the world in his, you know, 
spirits and principalities in high places to influence us into focusing on riches. And that is going to send us straight to hell, whether people want to, like, you know, accept it or not. And this is stuff that I think about every single day. And it's sad. And I feel like I can't talk to a lot of people about it. But I have to do better with, like, just being vocal and, like, not being afraid to speak on it. Because this is real. Like, this is real. And, you know, we're all going to die one day. And everybody doesn't go to heaven. Um, Even though pastors lie and say that. No. Everybody doesn't go to heaven. But that's a whole other situation. Um, And it's scripture to back that up, too. And while I'm on that, like, as far as, like, pastors, <clears throat> I pray that my husband and I eventually find, a like, a church that's, like, based on Bible and not, like, trying to, you know, stay, you know, they don't, they're not trying to please the world and focus on, like, you know, tithes and offering. Because, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of these churches are just trying to get money and feed their families. But they're not even supposed to be living off the church. But anyway, that's a whole nother, that's just a whole nother conversation for another day. But um, hopefully we can find someone in Atlanta. But if not, it's a guy that I've been listening to. <clears throat> and when I tell you he is hated by so many people, which is not a bad thing, because the Lord said that, the world denied me. So if you are truly my father, I mean, my follower, and you um, you walk with me, the world is going to hate you. They did not accept Jesus. They're, if if you are really for the God that, you know, created the heavens and the earth and created us from this, the world is not going to accept you just like they didn't accept, accept God. He was crucified because he came to you know save us from ourselves and he was speaking a whole lot of truth that we weren't trying to hear so you're not going to be accepted by the world if you're truly for God and this pastor has been a blessing to my life because he preaches out of this bible like it's not how he feels what his feelings is strictly bible and that's what makes a lot of people mad because he's bold um just like Jesus was And, you know, that's how, you know, like, he's really genuine and a follower of God because he doesn't care how anybody feels. He's going to stand on the word and that's the word alone. And that's what he does. And his name is Pastor Gino Jennings. Check him out. Um, He has a lot of things on YouTube. Uh, He travels all around the world and he preaches. Um... And he's one of the pastors that actually preaches for free. He doesn't get paid to preach because you're not supposed to get paid to preach. No matter what pastor will sit here and tell you that lie, Jesus didn't get paid for the gospel. We're not supposed to get paid for it either. But this man in the Bible is not supposed to make you feel good. You know, it's supposed to bring correction and edification. And if it doesn't hurt your feelings or put you in check and make you like do some self reevaluation, then no, it's not. That's not the word of God. They probably the, the pastor or whoever your um, shepherd is. He's basically 
leading you down the wrong path, the path of destruction, which is wide, um, a wide, wide road. He's not benefiting your soul. So you probably need to like exit stage left and find somebody who's gonna, you know, who's more concerned about getting in you, getting you into heaven than leading you to riches. So that's been one of my like challenges. Like here, it's a lot of pastors who are motivational speakers and they are not doing anything. They're more worried about the here and the now, getting theirs, getting mansions, cars, money, you know, just living their best life. I want to live my best life in Christ here on earth, but I want to get into heaven and, you know, be with him for eternity. I'm not trying to burn. Um, I'm just not trying to do it. And I just feel like, you know, riches, being famous, money, all that stuff is overrated. You know, you have to be content with where you are in life. And as long as you have your essential needs, that's it. That's it. That's that's all that's important. And I know it, it's, a, it's another scripture that I found. I can find it, I'll share it. Um, um, I did James. Okay, so I believe it's Hebrews. Okay, so this is basically going back to like prayer. Um, like how we need to be confident when we're doing prayer and we're coming to God and we need to come to him in spirit and truth just like we worship we're supposed to worship him in spirit and truth we should come you know as we are vulnerable and boldly um this is a Hebrews 4 and 16 let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help to help in the time of need So, yeah, we need to come to God boldly with confidence um, and that he'll provide everything that we need, not want, because we get wants confused with needs. And, no, they're totally different. And I think I found another scripture as well. Um, yes. Um, basically, when you're praying... Um, First Timothy two and five. For there is one God and one mediator. Excuse me, one mediator between God and men, and that is the man Jesus Christ. So, you know, always pray in Jesus' name because that's who died for our sins. He came down in the flesh, so we're praying to Him. There's only one God and one mediator. So, yeah. But I hope that helped a lot. Like, I and no, let me say this, because some people, you know, they'll be quick to be like, oh, she's preaching. No, I'm not preaching. Like, I'm no pastor. I'm simply sharing my faith, and I'm giving scripture. Um. Because it also tells you in the Bible that women, I'm not in the church in the pulpit preaching. Like, you're not supposed to do that. Or 
I'm not, you know, the, I'm not over any males or anything. I'm just sharing my faith. And that's what we're supposed to do. Um, Disciple, we're supposed to share it and keep it moving. And those who accept it, accept it. Those who don't, don't. Um, I am not perfect. Never claim to be. I make mistakes. I've made mistakes. Still learning, still growing. But one thing I do know is the Bible and the good Lord, Jesus Christ, who is the word, keeps me in check. Like, if I don't stay in the Bible, I'll be out here acting all fool, doing everything everybody else is doing, being like the world. And that's not me. So, and I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to live a simple life. I'm trying to live for God. I'm trying to raise my son up to serve God and to do what he needs to do. So, you know, I'm, that's what I'm serious about. You know, that's my priority. It's going to always be my priority. And that's the end of that, you know, take it or leave it. Um, Subscribe to the channel, share it with a friend, you know, or not. I mean, everybody's not going to accept the truth. It is what it is. I'm responsible for my own soul, but I'm supposed to also share. Um, And it's a lot of things that God has been pushing me to do. And I've been really pushing it off. And I'm just like, I'm going to stop doing that because, you know, I want to please him. And, you know, God's going to get his word out regardless whether I say anything or not. But, you know, I want to, you know, I want my fruit to be of the Holy Spirit and to, you know, share his light and I want to bear fruit for him I don't want to just be out here you know going through the motions chilling not doing my part so this is how I'm doing my part and I plan on doing other things as well to you know bear my fruit in the Lord so um I'm gonna end it there you know and whatever God puts on my heart later on to share I'll be back um, can't say how often I'll be doing this. I'm just going to go with, you know, when God leads me to do it. And it's just been on my heart today, especially like with, you know, the things that have been happening to me lately. You know, I feel better because I'm actually doing this, not just for <clears throat> for God, but for myself. And it's helping me as I do it. And that's one thing about like sharing the gospel, like, you know, it helps you in reading these same scriptures over and over again and reading the Bible daily. It literally makes you stronger. And, you know, I'm trying to get stronger in the Lord and I'm trying to, you know, build up on my faith. So when these attacks from the devil, when the devil's using family and friends or whoever, co-workers, bosses, whoever, when he's hiding behind these faces and trying to distract me, I'll put on the whole armor of God, which is the word, and I'll fight, and I'll get on my knees and pray. And that's why prayer life is important, um, because we're supposed to fight our battles in prayer. Um, we're supposed to go in secret and pray. No, you're not supposed to try to be all, you know, like like these days, a lot of people are 
I don't know. It's like sometimes it's like as humans, we make everything a competition and we shouldn't. And it's annoying. Like who can pray better? Who can sing better? Like, no, God don't care about none, none of that. It's not about us. It's about him. So with that being said, you know, this channel is not to like promote myself at all. This is like something that most of the time I don't even feel like doing, but it's about Jesus. It's about him and, you know, glorifying him, his name. He gets the glory at the end of the day. I'm just a vessel. That's it. Like nothing more, nothing less. Like that's it. He going to get the glory regardless. Somebody else, he'll use somebody else if I don't do it. But it's not me, it's him. And I'm just going to keep on pushing and, you know, letting him use me. Because it's not getting easier out here. It's getting harder and harder. And I can't afford to be sitting around not praying, not getting in his word. Because my ways are not going to save me. He's awake now. But, yeah. Um, Thank you for listening. I really hope that this helps. And I pray that, you know, you get into the Bible more. As I get into the Bible more daily, don't be out here cussing people out, getting mad. And if you do cuss people out, hey, follow your knees, repent, mean it, start back over, get in his word, fight, fight, fight in prayer, and take it to Jesus. But um, God, I thank you for using me and like even giving me the script to do this because, yeah, I be tired, you know, I have a baby, and but I can't let that be an excuse. I have to keep pressing, do what I need to do. So, yeah. Thank y'all. Be blessed. And if I'm not back on here before the new year, have a happy new year. Mm-hmm.